If you want to stop me, you're going to have to fucking kill me! Hey! We're recording the podcast! Shut up! Good morning to you, wherever you are, because it is Monday Summer for January 10th, 2024. My name is Bernie Burns, with me, sitting right over there, back from 300 Days in Space, Ashley Burns. How you doing? <laughs> I am a drone, thank you. Good morning. Are you staying very warm today, Ashley? Because it's cold everywhere. No. Well, you know what I like uh, is when I look out the window and it's frosty as fuck, and I'm inside <laughs> with a coffee and a blanket and slippers and stuff going... Yeah, fuck off with it. Ashley grew up in the mountains of Utah. I was born in upstate New York in Rochester, where we had tons of snow. We had what they call lake effect snow. I thought that was that was unique to like that part of New York, upstate New York, but apparently you have lake effect snow, I guess anywhere where there's a lake and the wind comes across and dumps snow when it comes and hits the coast or hits the shore. I guess I was associated Utah's weather more with the mountains because uh, it's right there. It's Rocky Mountains and uh, a lot of weather would hit the mountains and basically get stuck, dump its load and then get lighter. Go ahead. Make it up over the mountains. So basically the clouds shit on us all the time. <laughs> but I lived in Austin for a long time. Texas from when I was in high school on basically middle school on. Uh, and so I didn't have any seasons for a long time. So I'm, I'm actually glad to hear that you like having cold weather and warm weather that you can enjoy both. Yeah, I do like having seasons now because there's always because something starts to get a little bit monotonous. You move into the next season and, and things change and it's it's just kind of nice. It's something that I, I didn't like as much when I was younger because I like to be like, no, I want to live somewhere warm and I want it to always be warm, get bent. But now I like having things that change around all the time. Somebody right now is listening to us say this while they're either in their car sliding around or <laughs> at a bus stop, like, like trying said, to stay like, out of the window and going, you like fuck said, you, motherfucker. I, I like the cold weather when I'm not in it. Yeah. So that's, that's, I want to be very clear about that. I'm still a total wuss about actually being in the cold. Yeah, I feel you, brothers and sisters out there. I was just out in it myself dropping the kid off at school. There's uh, there's no work from home for kindergartners <laughs> getting a toddler I guess he's not a toddler, little kid getting a four-year-old into the car today. I, every second I was counting, like, get in, get in, please get in. Hey, you trying to be positive. <laughs> yeah. Then you just start doing that parenting thing that just comes so naturally where you're like, all right, five, four, three. <laughs> thank, it's the countdown. Thank always, God I, I don't works. know what happens when I get to one. <laughs> I, have, I, I haven't found out Some, yet. Something bad anyway. Kids get it though too. Like there's, I've never met a kid that when you start counting backwards, like give them the countdown, that they think, Okay, I'm kind of curious. Let's see what happens. To Let's Zero. see where this goes. Let's see what happens. We, uh, I got in an argument with Finn last night. He was being especially rude to me. My feelings are hurt. Uh, at bedtime last night. So he lost Minecraft for a night. And then he continued to be rude. And I said, do you want to lose Minecraft for another night? And he said, yes. And I said, okay, that's two nights now. Wow. It's, no mi- Minecraft. Right, it's a standoff. He looked right at me the way he does. He's, his eye contact is serious. He looks right at me and goes, a hundred because it's the biggest number he knows. Right. And so now we're, I'm, I said, okay, so now we have a hundred days. No Minecraft. So he grounded himself for a hundred days. Dude, it was a standoff. So now I feel like I've got to commit to this, right? It's only about three months. It's so I, I should commit to no Minecraft for a hundred days, but now I'm kind of trapped in this. 
Maybe I could just do the thing that most parents do, just lie to him. And after 10 days, tell him it's been 100 days or whatever. He didn't know what he he was doing. Look, though, I think he's worked off a little bit of his anger on uh, Florida and the Northeast. Oh, yeah. He He turned into a storm and just blew across the the eastern U.S. So is it the U.S. storm that's called Finn? Yes, it's the U.S. storm that's called Finn. I love that. So it blew up through through Florida. And it's this this storm is multi-classed, okay? Uh, it started, it was a bunch of tornadoes in Florida uh, and then floods in New York. And it's just, it's wreaking havoc across the entire, um, the eastern seaboard. There's like, last I read, there were like 400,000 people without power. Oh my God. What's the deal with the power? It it seems like power now is an ongoing issue. Is it because we're getting worse winter storms in places that are not equipped to deal with it? Very possibly. I mean, look at what happened to Texas over the last couple of years. And it's happening again this week. Yeah, when people asked us when we moved to Scotland, when they asked us, why did you choose northern Scotland? I always had to say that we didn't leave Austin because of climate change. But I can say that we did choose to settle in northern Scotland, that that was a factor. Um, because this might sound crazy, but we heard that 99% of scientists said that climate's going to be a problem. So we kind of listened to that. They might be onto something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we had a rule that was the 42-42 rule is what I called it, which was we tried to look for a place that was 42 degrees of, we were above 42 degrees of latitude north or below 42 south if we were going to go in the southern hemisphere and then 42 feet above sea level. And every time I would talk to people about that as being our requirements, they would always ask, why 42 feet above sea level? And I said, well, that was the highest possible estimates for sea level rise in the next 50 years. To a person, every single person said the exact same thing to me. People listening to this might be thinking it as well. Everyone said, if the seas go up 42 feet, we're going to have a lot more problems to deal with. And I go, yes. And our house being underwater will not be one of those things. <laughs> it was just, it was, people thought it was ridiculous to even think about that. But if we were, you know, completely changing our life, why not consider those things? And then as soon as we moved, uh, we had, a thanks to the Gulf Stream, we had a decent winter. It's, it's way far north up here. But it might get down to negative two degrees Celsius this week for us. And back in Texas, it's going to be negative 10. That's so weird to me. And we had huge ice storms in Texas. All of our friends were without power. Teddy was staying with his mom. They did 72 hours without power and without any alternatives like generators or, you know, firewood or anything like that. And in a lot of houses uh, in the U.S. and especially in those regions, without power also means without heat because they don't have fireplaces. They don't have anything. So it's like they can't cook food. They can't heat the house. It's like you're just in blankets huddled together in the dark. (laughs) It's horrific. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, yeah. Like you're saying, just like huddled up in blankets, but you're not looking out the window. You're all staring at each other, you know, watching your breath in your living room, essentially. Terrifying. Terrifying. Really, really terrifying. Um, Well, and then the flip side of that is in the summer, Places without air conditioning now have intense heat, and you hear about people dying constantly because they're not equipped to deal with high temperatures. Yeah, it's um, it's bad. And uh, Austin is in is in for a rough time this week as well. ERCOT, that's the oh gosh, what does ERCOT stand for again? It's a Electric Reliability Council of Texas. I was just heard it called ERCOT. Like, I thought it was the part of Disney with the big globe. That's what I thought it was. <laughs> um, well, no, because Disney would probably get that shit sorted. 
They don't. They're not going to tolerate that. That's, that's they would. Bad. Disney would have their weather control it's bubble. Bad for business. Yeah. Uh, but they've issued another warning um, for for Texas for the the power grid that is always going down whenever someone sneezes wrong. Austin in the summer has. Have you ever heard about the Great Austin Weather Bubble? No. That we have a shield that when rain is coming and we need the rain, it just will get to Austin and go, nope, and go around it. I did notice that the Austin uh, forecasts would very often forecast rain. And then the closer that rain would get, it would the less, the less likely it was. And then it just poof, wasn't there anymore. Why don't weather apps have historical data on them? If I go to my app on my phone and I look at the weather, how come I cannot see the weather yesterday or like, the like day you, before like when you don't we know what knew the what the weather was, was yesterday yeah we now know what the weather was like if it's going to go below freezing i want to see when was the last time it was freezing where we live nah as soon nah. as soon as the day goes by as soon as the hour goes by the weather app goes i've never heard of that before i don't know why I, yeah well, that, why would you yeah, ever want that why would you ever want that information and it's so bizarre that every weather app treats it that way also i would love to have a weather app that will show me both Celsius and Fahrenheit, because I don't know about you, but I'm in this weird transitional phase where I use Celsius for cold temperatures. Like when we get close to zero, I just want to know when it's freezing and getting to zero is a great way to figure that out. And then when it's higher temperatures, I use Fahrenheit. Uh, I'm a bit more, uh, I use Fahrenheit indoors. Uh, because so for higher temperatures, it, yeah. Yes, yes, I guess so. Because um, it's mostly because it's a finer temperature. Like, uh, because Celsius is like two point is what? 2.2 Fahrenheit degrees, something like that. But it's a two yeah, it changes, but yeah, it's a little around two anyway. Uh, and so, uh, you know, going from 69 to seven degrees, uh, or you have to go from like 70 to 72 degrees to go one degree change in Celsius. So you get, if you're trying to like control, you get a lot finer control if you think in Fahrenheit, which is good for indoors. But yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter quite as much outdoors. It's like, is it 66 or is it 68? Yeah, that's a very um, modern human problem. It's like 71.8, nah, 71.2, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> How could you possibly tell the difference in those two things? But you can tell, but you can absolutely tell. I, I will say that uh, I've gotten a lot more cold friendly, and I, I don't didn't think this would ever happen. Um, now I you know wear sweaters indoors, and um, uh, Evie's room got a little bit warm overnight. I, I walked in this morning. I was like, "Ooh, it's sweltering here." It was seventy degrees. Was it really? Yeah, yeah. But Finn's room got really, really, really warm as well, and it was seventy-one degrees. Yeah, it's a, and I walk in, I'm like, "Oh, what is ugh, that?" But so just for deal with our metric friends out there, was that nineteen twenty somewhere in there? Yeah, it's it, it was twenty-one degrees. Yeah, see, I haven't made that conversion. I'm working on it. I'm wor- I'm doing my best. I'm working on it, but I, I mainly just pay attention if it's uh, zero degrees because freezing's a you know it's a big deal. But like for instance, where uh, we live now, um, northern Scotland, it might be a little bit freezing next week, but in Austin, Texas. Um, it's going to be down negative nine degrees Celsius, and we're not even going to get close to that. So next Tuesday is our former home in Austin. Uh, our friends will be huddled up in blankets, staring at each other in their living rooms. And it's going to be it's going to be tough too. There's already people uh, thousands of flights have been canceled, Jesus so man. people trying to travel can't because just airplanes aren't set up for it. And one of the issues with uh, areas that aren't set up for cold too, like again, I'm going to use Austin as an example, uh, it'll freeze and people say, well, why don't you just get the snow plows out? 
Because Austin doesn't have snow plows. No. Austin has never needed snow plows. There's not a fleet of snow plows to roll out. I think there was a freeze a few years ago where they were trying to borrow snow plows from other states. Also, if I may. You may. If a, one snow plow existed in Austin, all it would do would tear up the incredibly terrible roads they already have in Austin. We would go back to visit. It's shocking how bad the roads are there. It's pretty surprising. Like you can't, it might be the heat that does it, but you can't go a hundred feet without the pavement changing color from a patch or, or a section that's just been lifted up and replaced. It's kind of wild when you go back there. But before we get off the cold thing, I do want to point out something we learned about when we moved over here, uh, which is there is a practice that is big in Denmark uh, where they will take their babies out in a stroller and just put them outside to sleep in the cold. They'll bundle them all the way up to their faces and they just literally set them out outdoors. If you see a cafe uh, in the middle of the day, everyone will be inside drinking coffees uh, and outside will be every, all these strollers just out there with babies outside and they just leave them there or leave them at the park and things like that. It's supposed to be really good for your, for like the, you know, for breathing and just general um, health, I think. They don't really have, I've tried to look it up, like what's the explanation of the science behind it, but it's really just a tradition. Uh, I'll, we'll post a link to Snopes about it. It just says that people do it because it's tradition and it makes the babies healthier. And also I should point out, I said stroller. That's the American word. Here in Europe, they say pram. Or or buggy sometimes. Yeah. What do they say in Australia? Uh, uh, Roland Joey. <laughs> A toy tank. <laughs> I have uh, I have no idea. I really don't know. <laughs> yeah, but it's, that's wild to me. That's wild to me. And in the Snopes article, it was funny because uh, this came to light from a TikTok video. Uh, that There was a big trend or video that had 16 million views. And some of the comments were, uh, one person wrote, we live in New York City. I can't even leave a bag of chips outside. <laughs> and another person noted, this is true. I would go to jail if I did this. I, by the way, I love sleeping like that. If we're ever, in, you know, go camping and it gets cold and you get in one of those like really low temperature rated sleeping bags and you just get almost like a butterfly in a cocoon where it's just your face poking out. That's incredible to me. That's like one of the best ways to sleep. So I'm on board with it. I, I think it's great. So while we were talking about TikTok videos that have made millions of views, there's been a trend recently, which seems to be the trend of 2024, which is YouTubers retiring some long-standing YouTubers. Uh, Tom Scott, who is a YouTuber that does a lot of fun informational videos, uh, he has retired from weekly videos. Uh, just last night, there was a very popular gaming YouTuber named Matt Pat. He did the Game Theory channel. Yeah, we worked with him a couple times at E3, actually. Did we? We did. He, was, uh, he came on the show every year that we did E3 with YouTube. I think another guy you worked with retired as well. I think Captain Sparkles also retired. I saw him mentioned in a comment thread. I don't know. Can you look that up? I will. Because I, I would hate to say that somebody retired if if they have not. Uh, but then also uh, a guy that I really like. Uh, he, he's retiring from Minecraft. He's retiring from Minecraft. Okay, that makes sense. And that's kind of what Tom Scott's doing as well. Tom Scott is retiring from weekly videos, but he's continuing to make other content. Um, when we first moved over here, uh, and I had retired. I even said at the time when I did it, uh, can't say I won't ever come back and do anything. But for right now, this is what I want to do. Uh, so I'm really happy uh, for the people that are doing this because it is really hard. It is a very unique way to entertain people. Unlike any other form of entertainment, it just doesn't stop. You do it. If you do it 10 years, it's 10 years. It's not like three months on a movie, 
three months off, three months back on. If you're doing online entertainment, it is almost every single day you're working. With really no breaks, it's demanding, it's exhausting, it's fun, and it's really unique, and it's new and exciting, but it wears on you for sure. So, I mean, look, give it a couple years and start a podcast. (laughs) And I will say this. I didn't really have the opportunity to do it when the older boys were young, but I will never, ever regret taking that time off when Finn was between, you know, infancy and four years old. I will never, ever regret those years. It did cost a lot of money uh, to do it, and we were fortunate to be in the position to be able to do that, but that dedicated time with him, magical time, and I will never regret having done that. I say that now, but you know, <laughs> if the money completely runs out, I'll go, kid, look what you did. <laughs> what have you done? What have you, what, what have you done? You took out Florida and the bank accounts. Oh, I wanted to mention another guy that, that I absolutely love online who also has kind of like changed what he's doing. Uh, there's a filmmaker named Joel Haver. I don't even I know if I can say his name right because I've only read it. Haver or Haver. Uh, he makes these incredible, absurd short films and he's made them for a long time. And also makes feature films while he does that. And I love all of his work. He's probably best known for his animation, but his live action shorts are just incredible. And they're really like surreal and strange. Surreal is a better word. Surreal is a better word than absurd. But uh, just a really unique voice. Really, when you hear him talk, really unique guy. Uh, And he's retired from making weekly short videos. And now he's off to make just feature films. So I, I wish him the absolute best. Good for him. But there is speculation now that this is the big trend that other YouTubers are going to start to retire. That's not the way that works. That, that's not a bandwagon that people just jump on. You know, the YouTubers, if they've been doing it for years and years like Tom Scott or Matt Pat, they might decide to take a break. Uh, the only other people that are, you know, in that category, I think, are people like I, Justine, who's been going for decades. She's a machine. Phil, Phil DeFranco, like original OG YouTubers. You know, I'll be curious when they do it. But I was thinking, I was even thinking about our friends uh, at Rooster Teeth. You know, they're now coming into their 21st year, will be in April, that they do that. And you really can't compare that to anything but Saturday Night Live. And the tenure of some of those guys who've been there the whole time, it's longer than anyone who's ever been on Saturday Night Live. Well, and, you're getting into, like, pensions and gold watches territory. Or just, you know, completely uncharted territory. And I saw a sketch that had Gus in it. And it had one of the new members, Crystal, in it. And I was saying to them, I was saying, that would be like if Dan Aykroyd was in sketches with Will Ferrell or if uh, Adam Sandler was in sketches with Pete Davidson. It's just an incredible stretch of time, and it's just something you have to think about. Anyway, that does it for us on January 10th, 2004. We will be here to talk to you tomorrow. We hope you'll be here as well. Bye, everybody. Did I just say 2004?